Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravo podcast. I'm Eddie Estrada here with This Week in Bravo, your weekly news about all the Bravo celebrities and everything happening in the Bravo world. I'm here with my co-host, Armin. How you doing? I'm great, Eddie. This is my first time on This Week in Bravo. I know. I can't believe it's taken you this long to have me on. You've had Kevin O'Keefe on, which Mm -hmm. I understand as your first guest for This Week in Bravo. He is the preeminent Housewives historian. He's insane. It's amazing. You've had Camille on, who has a PhD in Housewives. But I'm finally here. I'm excited. Yeah. I mean, I you know I've wanted to have you on for a while. But I appreciate that. We, we get to talk a lot, so it's nice to kind of switch things up. But True. we are here today to talk about what's happened in the Bravo world. But before we get to that, we want to remind you guys all the ways that you can follow us. First, on Instagram and Twitter, search us by finding H-O-T in b-r-a-v-o-d that's hot and bravoed and that's where you can follow us on instagram and twitter now if you're listening on a podcast and you want to find another way to listen to us or you want to share with your friends or you want to make sure you're subscribed everywhere we're on soundcloud stitcher google play music and itunes and now we're also on spotify but if you are on itunes make sure you guys rate and review because if you head back over to our instagram you'll see that we have a really really cool giveaway to get some hot and bravo t-shirts and you just have to rate and review us on apple Podcasts, send it our way and you'll be entered to win and we have an alternate method to enter in case you don't listen on itunes but all the details as eddie said are on our Instagram, so check it out. You only have through February 28th to enter, so do it now. It's like, that's literally, like, next week. So get your shit together and try to get this shirt, because it's friggin' incredible. But we also have something else to announce. We have completely redesigned our Patreon so if you guys don't know about Patreon, we actually are on Patreon now, hot and bravoed. Now, what Patreon is, is it's a monthly subscription service, and for whatever tier that you purchase, you'll be getting goodies monthly. And just for $2 a month, you will be getting so many, so many cool things. So one of the biggest things that we'll be having are exclusive podcasts. Now, these are podcasts that you won't be able to get anywhere else. Yeah, we'll have our public feed of all of our recaps and stuff. But starting in March, every other week, this week in Bravo, the podcast that we are you're listening to right now will only be on Patreon. So don't worry. You know, bi-weekly, you'll be able to still listen to this. But if you're not a Patreon user, you'll be missing out on Bravo News twice a month, which honestly, for two bucks a month, it's so worth it to get all those goody-goody details. And you help support us too, which is the amazing thing about Patreon. It's a platform created to help connect consumers to content creators. And a great the great thing about Patreon is that you can help support us, but we can also, within the platform, help give you guys exclusive content. Can I tell them one more thing that they can get for $2? Please do. Okay. So this is also being able to connect with you guys. And this is something I'm super excited about. So not only will you get the exclusive podcast. Yeah, that's great. So much fun. But also once a month, we'll have a special Patreon exclusive Facebook group. And I, Armin or Camille or all of us, depending on who's available, will be doing a 30 minute live show. So that means you can hop on, We'll be on screen answering questions, talking Bravo, and just having a fun little party once a month. So if you guys want to join in on that, connect with me so I could connect with you guys. And it's totally interactive. We it's can go so back interactive. and forth. Yeah, we we'll can start talk. polls together and like poll everyone in the group to see what they think about different, you know, Bravo news or scandals or whatever. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. I've played around with the tool already. 
And I think you guys would really enjoy it and you guys could connect with us. And it's going to be such a cool little like exclusive club. And I'm like, it will be like chilling with me, talking Bravo, which I would love. So if you guys want to experience all those fun things, check out our Patreon. The link will be um, readily available for you guys. Just search us and you'll be able to find it. Yeah, at patreon.com backslash hot n bravo, H O T N B R A V O D. That's patreon.com backslash hot and bravo. And as Eddie said, you get the uh, exclusive This Week in Bravos every other week. You get access to our Facebook Live sessions once a month. And our Facebook group, which we can just, I mean, we can just pop in and talk yeah. Bravo. We're already on the group right now waiting just, for you guys. Yeah, it's just me and Armin. <laughs> and so we'll be able to chat all the time, but then go on these once a month, 30-minute interactive chats, which will be a lot of fun. And also there are more exclusive podcasts on the Patreon. We also do recaps of entire historic bravo seasons we go week to week and recap seasons like roni season three we've already done that so you'll have access to that when you join patreon so there's already like a couple dozen episodes waiting for you to consume on our patreon uh we're doing ronge season one currently and we're about to start vanderpump rules season two the slap heard around the world. So if you guys want to get all those goodies, check out our Patreon. But enough with that. Let's get into the hot goss that's going on with Bravo this week. So Armin, first and foremost, we had the exciting, exhilarating, amazing premiere of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And there's some drama that came out on Twitter. And there was actually a blog on Bravo.com about this. When Lisa and Kyle were in their big fight, Kyle said, I'm going through shit to Lisa. Like she's like, I'm going through stuff too. referring to Lisa going through the death of her brother and grieving process and working through that. Kyle said, I'm going through stuff too. You can't throw that on me. Now people got after Kyle because of that statement. Um, so Kyle got online to clarify a few things. And she explained that during this entire season, she had crippling anxiety. She was on medication. It was hard for her to function. You know, when you have this intense anxiety, you know, sometimes you can't, you know, live your life to the fullest. And that's what she was saying. She wasn't going after Lisa and trying to say, you know, like put that whole situation down because I mean, you can never know what someone's going through when someone close to them passes. But I, she just wanted to clarify that, you know, she had this anxiety and that's what she was referring to. Yeah. And I feel for Kyle and I'm glad that she's spoken up about it probably in that moment. It would have been better not to make it about her. Yeah. <laughs> when someone's talking about the death of their brother and say, well, I'm going through stuff as well. Like, it's, you know, not timely. However, I'm really happy just in general that there's been like a destigmatization about talking about mental health. People are starting to open up about their struggles in mental health. We've seen a lot of different artists, you know, yeah. musicians, actors open up about that kind of stuff. And I think it's important to like destigmatize that. So everyone feels comfortable with their own struggles and they don't feel alone in them. Yeah. And I mean, I I think if you look at, you know, the entertainment industry, you know, these people have to be on all the time. The world's always watching. You know, you, you have cameras in your face. You have articles being written about you. You have fans that are following your every move. So I think it's totally it's probably totally common to have anxiety because 
there's so much pressure not only put on by the world, but yourself to perform and be this person for everyone all the time. So I'm really happy that, first of all, Kyle clarified um, that she wasn't going after Lisa because of her brother and she wasn't making her feel like that was something that was less than. Yeah, she was devaluing Devaluing, Lisa. yeah, her feelings, which was a good thing to clarify. But I also agree that I think it's good that, you know, Kyle and other people in the world are trying to, you know, destigmatize mental health because, I mean, it is, I think everyone struggles with something at least once in their life. And to know that you're not alone and to know that the these, you know, anxious feelings or these pressures um, that you put on yourself or that you feel other people are putting on you are, you know, in your head. They're not. Everyone else is going through this. So it's it's really nice to see, you know, Kyle open up about this and know that, you know, even this beautiful, amazing, successful woman in Beverly Hills still has the same feelings that you might have at home. And I, I'm really happy we're having this conversation. So moving from coast to coast, from West Coast to East Coast, now let's talk about someone else going through something pretty intense. And that is Teresa from Real Housewives of New Jersey. Um, As we know, Joe is currently up for deportation. And right now there's an appeal. Um, We saw this on the finale of Real Housewives of New Jersey this week. Um, They're fighting to keep him in the United States. Now, there were rumors before, and we talked about this on This Week in Bravo, that Teresa would be leaving Joe if he got deported, that she would not stay with him, that she was ready to move on. Now we're hearing something different. Victoria Gotti of the Gottis. Like, and if you know, like, Italian mafia, like, shit, like, the Gottis are it. Which I didn't even know the Giudices and the Gottis were even close. Well, if you remember, in season six, Victoria Gotti made a iconic appearance on The Real Housewives of New Jersey. Do you remember that? I do. Now that now that you r- reminded me, I do remember. But it's it's one of those things where like you don't know how small that Italian world in Jersey is until you see something like this. It's so funny because speaking of just like the Bravo verse, Randall Emmett, Lala's boyfriend, created the movie, <laughs> produced a movie called <laughs> Gotti, and that was like a tiny little storyline on this season of Vanderpump Rules because. The movie got a 0% rating on Rotten Tomatoes, and obviously uh, James trashed Randall (laughs) for it, and I quickly want to go back to that season six Victoria Gotti appearance. So good. She accuses Teresa. Teresa? Teresa. Teresa was a a castmate on um, Real Housewives of New Jersey for one season. She accuses Teresa's husband, Reno, of sleeping with Teresa's mom. It was wild. I feel like season six of Ron is actually underrated at this point. But if y'all don't remember it, revisit it. It's on Hulu. It's well, wild. Well, moving from season six until the real world now, <laughs> Victoria Gotti is putting her two cents in again. She told page six that um, in regards to Joe and Teresa... I think it would take a lot for her to walk away from Joe and her life. The girls, their father. I just feel they have too much of a history and too much in the past and too much ahead of them. I don't think Teresa is the type to give up, especially when it comes to Joe and the kids. I just don't see that. So now we're getting two different stories. One says that Teresa is going to leave Joe if he gets deported. The other is saying from Victoria Gotti, from from Gotti herself saying, you know, she is down to stick by her man and she will do that. And honestly, I know I was saying the rumors about her having the boyfriend and stuff on the side last season. But like, if we get anything from Teresa, she is a ride and die bitch. Like that is the, tr- in the truest 
sense of self. Like we even saw it with her and Danielle Staub. Once she picks a side, she picks a side and she, she will go down with that ship. Yeah, but we are seeing a new Teresa from the standpoint that she has been a single mother basically for four years now. Mm-hmm. And she has described herself as independent Teresa based on Victoria Gotti's past Ron's related statements. So there's one. <laughs> one. The, the one that she that she's made, which is that Reno slept with Teresa's mom. I don't, I don't think she has any credibility because that was a totally bullshit rumor. I mean, we can never know. But that I mean, I thought it was total bullshit in the moment. We've never gotten any proof of it. They're still together. I feel like if that was true, there's no way they would still be together. It just it's such a wild accusation. So it's not like Victoria Gotti's out here with like tons of credibility giving us like really great insight. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just her, her like wanting to get on page six. Exactly. It's just her putting in her two cents <laughs> trying to get to what she can do. Um yeah, I mean we'll we'll see it all play out because I know we'll be following it on this week in Bravo and Bravo will be following it. Yeah. So if you guys want to keep up just make sure you guys are following this and we'll, you know, we'll be following this Teresa story till its very end, which I don't think it will ever be over. Like, let me put it this way. If Teresa was saying that she was going to stay with Joe, then Victoria would have said the opposite just to get on page six. Whatever was the opposite of the story, because that's what that's juicier, right? That's like, oh, breaking news. Like, maybe this is not what's actually going down. So if Teresa was like, oh, no, I'm definitely staying with Joe. She would have come out and said, I think she's actually leaving Joe. She's just trying to stir the pot. Yep. That's and, Victoria Gotti. That's Victoria Gotti. And there's a whole other group of people trying to stir the pot, but not with Teresa. They're doing it with the king of Bravo himself, Andy Cohen. So if you guys don't know, Andy had his little boy, Benjamin, recently, and he posted a video on his Instagram story Friday that his dog, Watcha, had destroyed little Benjamin's stuffed Torah, which was a gift from the rab- a rabbi. And he posted of like videos of him, like, you know, being like, you know, you shouldn't do this. Like you shouldn't have eaten this toy, you know, like you would do with like with your pet, but it was funny. It was cute. Later, he had been, he had to do another selfie video explaining that he had gotten so many DMS from people saying that it's a big problem because the dog is jealous of Benjamin. Now this man has been a father for 15 days. He is brand new into this world and people are already coming after him because his dog ate a toy that like, okay, we have a new puppy in our house, Dolly. It's my roommate's dog. It's the cutest little thing, but dogs do not care whose stuff is whose. Like they will eat whatever. There has been slippers gone. Those were my slippers. Like, you know, not jealous of me. Like, I think people just overreact. I think Dolly's jealous of you. I mean, who isn't? But, <laughs> but like, this story is so bizarre. And and Andy even said, Watcha didn't know the Torah toy belonged to the baby. He just had his eye on the purple effing toy, and he wanted to rip it apart. It's not that deep. Stand down. Everything is fine in West Village. Like, this is bizarre. Why are people coming after him? People come after public figures for everything. You could do something perfectly as a public figure, but there will be some segment of the population that's going to find fault with it. And that's just the nature of the beast when you put it out there to millions of people. And now it's disseminated more than ever because of the internet, right? Like maybe before you could have, you know, talked about your parenting style and it would have gone on a magazine. So it's like much more restricted who reads it because not everyone reads like one particular magazine. But now whatever you do with your kid, 
you're not only yourself, you're posting on IG stories. So you're opening yourself up to the ridicule, obviously. Yeah. It's uh, just, but then there's so much more access to it because like the people who follow you on IG stories are going to see it. Some of them are then going to post it on Twitter or their own Instagram. And and the the reach is just absurd. And look, you should never expect to have 100% approval. No matter who you are, there's always someone who is going to criticize Who has something you. they have to say. Yeah. yeah. I just thought this story was so bizarre. And I think people are literally crazy and grasping at straws. Um, but we did hear, actually hear from Andy recently. Um, and he was talking about his love life. Because, you know, things are going to change with the baby around. And he basically said that the men he used to be bringing home are probably not the men he's bringing home anymore. Which makes me kind of question what kind of boys Andy was bringing home before. <laughs> and like, okay, like, is he a little freak in the sheets? I mean... <laughs> I mean, we've seen some photos of some of the guys that he's been with. And have you not seen, like, the Harvard not. boy? I have not. Okay, so he dated this, like, 27-year-old, like, Harvard graduate student. Twenty, I, like, Harvard young. grad? Yeah, That's right? That's impressive. I mean, it's Andy Cohen. He can, he can, he can sling that slang. Um, <laughs> but I was like, I mean, that guy seemed pretty put together. But, like, Andy basically wants someone he could bring home that his mom will love and that Benjamin would love. So, Andy... If you want to, my DMs are open. I mean, I am a little young to have a kid, but I'm ready to learn. <laughs> I mean, we can, we can, me and Benjamin can grow up together. <laughs> I mean, Andy is learning himself, but you two would have like the deepest set of aunties to help you and give you advice. The Real Housewives. I mean, honestly, just for that alone, like, I mean, Andy, my number is available to you at any time. Like, what are we talking about? Like four or five dozen women like women across the country who could just give you advice who have been parents does anyone have it better than andy right now like in terms of like being a new parent no i don't think so no and all these women just want to help him and they're so happy as we saw at the baby showers so we'll see his love life and his parenting skills evolve and develop and you know we're going to be following it on this week in bravo because anything andy i'm obsessed with and honestly it makes so much sense like i'm sure he would want to bring someone home who wants to have a kid who loves kids so it's a little bit different equation now like I, i'm really intrigued to see if he finally if he actually does settle down because he even said he likes being alone he doesn't need right. someone he wanted it to start a family before he didn't need a man to start his family which i mean i think it's like that's amazing i mean we see a lot of public figures now that are single parents because they have the resources to and you know you don't need to be you know modern families are changing you don't need to have the mom, dad, 2.5 kids, white picket fence, and have that house. You can make your own story, make your own family, make your own journey. And I'm proud of Andy for doing that. Yeah, I mean, if he uh, needs a babysitter, he just calls up Bethany. He could call up Dorinda. He could call up Sonia and just be like, hey, can you take care of uh, baby Ben for a little bit? And he's good to go. He's got a lot of resources. Besides the money to be able to afford a babysitter, it's like the whole Casseroni, the whole Casseroni. He'd come over from New Jersey. Yeah, it's just a quick hop over the pond. But... Andy, we're here to support you. F the haters. They can go deal with their own dogs who are jealous of their babies. Reach out to at Eddie underscore Estrada. (laughs) He loves kids. He's ready to be there for you Uh in any capacity. Boyfriend, (laughs) babysitter. Right? Am I right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Only to Andy, though. This is not for the fans. No, 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 no. Not to the fans. Not to the fans. (laughs) Um... Okay. Generally, so, you don't babysit. So, speaking of, I don't because I'm usually up in the club or the bars jamming and partying, which is what we're going to talk about next. Is we saw on Vanderpump Rules that Ariana 
and James came out with a song. And we only started to see like a small clip of them creating the song, but they released the full song in its entirety on SoundCloud, on Spotify. I think it's on Apple Music, but I don't use Apple Music. <laughs> um, I'm a Spotify bitch, born and bred. Um, but I listened to it. And as someone who like frequents a lot of like music festivals and knows like good EDM, which good EDM is hard to do. You have to have, it's like, there's like a formula to it. This song I have problems with for a few reasons. First, it sounds like this James literally made it on GarageBand in his apartment because I, I lived with a DJ for a year. My roommate was a DJ and I, I know the different, like there's GarageBand, there's like a bunch of different like, you know, producing software. And this is like someone literally, and GarageBand is the lowest of the low because like, I mean, <laughs> I'm no offense to Apple, but like, there's so many better platforms and software that you can do so much more with. It's free. But it's free. Um, and we know and James is giving all of his money to his mom anyway. So, and, and, he, and he doesn't technically have a job anymore because he got fired from Star. So GarageBand is all he can get. But this literally sounds like he plugged in his freaking Casio like keyboard, turned on horns, turned and <laughs> it's like so it's so like bad and then beyond that it's like three different songs pulled into one like you couldn't figure there's like no coherent like like theme behind the music like he has like this like like it's like a weird like slow jam edm and then he tries to speed it up a bit and then he has like uh, some intense rap part at the end it's so confusing and i'm also mad sorry i'm ranting about this right now Go i'm ahead. also mad because Ariana is a great singer and he did not showcase her voice, at least on the song he did with Lala. Yes. He showcased her voice. This is just like, she's not able to sing. She has to fit he into this. Like it. he butchers her voice and it's just, it's frustrating because I think Ariana deserves more. And I don't think this should have been her first single coming out. I think we should have seen, I mean, I'm proud of her for doing it and making that step, but girl, I want to hear you sing. I don't want James Kennedy to chop up your voice and put it into a second rate I wouldn't even call it song, EDM track. <laughs> For the listeners, by the way, who may be thinking, oh, he probably had to auto-tune Ariana's voice because it was trash. Apparently, Ariana has a background in music. She would do live musical performances. Um, and Schwartz on our podcast even said that she was she the, best the best singer of the group. Yeah. He's like, going to, going to karaoke with her is like, intense because she's got that voice she's got the pipes you don't want to follow ariana at karaoke oh no you don't i mean i wouldn't so i don't know why james even chose her he could have had anyone do this and then just do a different song with ariana he could have sang ariana's part i mean he used so much auto-tune it's it didn't... it's and it's weird it's just like i i don't i don't get it i'll just put it this way i am way partial to lala's song Ain't nobody that I'm feeling like, like I'm, I'm feeling, feeling you. you. Like I'm feeling you. See, that is highlighting someone's voice right there. Yeah, this song is a mess. Um, yeah, it's a total, so total mess. Give it a listen oh. if you want to give it a listen. I mean, but Ariana deserves better justice for Ariana. Okay. <laughs> All right, everyone. So we have a new segment on Hot and Bravo that we're so excited to share with you. And this is Hot and bravo Moment of the Week. And this is the moment on Bravo TV that got you the most hot and bothered. And that could mean anything. So we have nominees. We have three nominees for the top moment. Um, the first is Lisa Vanderpump and Ken Todd versus Kyle Richards in the flash forward at the beginning of RHOBH. We have Margaret Joseph's pool push of Danielle Stab's husband, Marty Caffrey. And we have the return of Crazy Kristen, which we got to see half of, and we're going to see the rest play out this week. 
Um, but Armin, out of those nominees, what would you say is your top pick? Those are some great nominees. Right? I loved the return of Crazy Kristen. I love I absolutely went nuts for the pool push. I mean, that was pretty great. Like like Margaret and her husband Joe pushing <laughs> Marty in the pool. I mean, and actually what followed was even better when Margaret goes, your husband's in the pool. And Daniel goes, wait, who pushed my husband in the pool? Me and my husband? (laughs) Yeah, I mean... That was great. But I'm going to have to go with Lisa Vanderpump and Ken versus Kyle Richards in the flash forward. What a way to commemorate the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills season nine premiere. And it just sets this whole season up for tons of intrigue. That was the first two minutes of the episode... And then it's like two months earlier and the whole time there's like tension just because of that. And you're like, okay, so how are we going to get to that moment where their friendship ends? That's the last time they've ever talked actually. Yeah, it's true. So for the intensity of that, um, for, for Ken's iconic goodbye, Carl, I'm going to go with, uh, Lisa and Ken versus Kyle for hot and Bravo's moment of the week. Okay, I disagree. My hot and bravoed moment of the week, the moment that got me the most hot and bothered is the push pool with Margaret and Marty. Now, I was watching this and I was on cloud nine because like you said, well, okay, so Marty's being such a little bitch and he's trying to be like, oh, you emasculate your husband, like blah, blah, blah. Basically like ripping into... Uh, Margaret and I'm like I was pissed watching it. I was like who is this douchebag who does he think he is that he just can just walk in here and diss my favorite couple well second favorite couple on Real Housewives New Jersey versus Melissa and Joe I love those two together <laughs> but it's funny because Margaret is the one who really really does push Marty in the pool like he's teetering and like could be okay to like catch his footing and then Margaret just kind of does that final kill like TKO, total knockout, pushes him, dumps him in the pool, and just is like, whatever, and walks away. (laughs) And when she says that iconic line, who pushed my husband in the pool? Me and my husband. I was like, yes, bitch, killing the game. Give her the center next season on Real Housewives of New Jersey. This woman deserves the world and more. She was incredible. Incredible. Also, Marty deserved to be pushed in the pool. Marty deserved to be pushed in the pool. And Danielle deserved to be pushed in the pool too. Like I'm so over it. I, they need (laughs) to leave. And the fact that Teresa was like going to blows over like her friendship with Danielle, like bitch, do you remember who Danielle was? You've done worse. You've flipped a friggin' table. Let Margaret push her in the pool. Like Teresa was trying to be like, Oh, I couldn't believe someone did this at a party, blah, 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 blah. That's out of control. And it's like, okay, okay. Have you seen yourself at parties, bitch? Chill the F out and let Margaret push someone in the pool because the moment was iconic. It got me hot and bothered. So for that reason alone, it is my hot and bravoed moment of the week. I love it. I love it. The lead up to the push was unbelievable. I mean, Marty was vile. He was repulsive. He was like, oh, Margaret's, you know, got a terrible body. She's nothing compared to Danielle. And I love when Margaret's like, who would say that? about somebody else's wife like that is awful like why would you say that about somebody else's wife she's just attacking the logic of it and then he goes because i'm promoting the beauty of my wife it's like that is so stupid i mean you don't promote the beauty of your wife by trashing other women exactly it's it's gross he's a gross person and i'm i mean i'm so is danielle so they're perfect for each other well deserved i mean they're not together anymore but right whatever they are estranged they're their divorce is actually finalizing. Perfect. Very soon. So thank you next to those two. Um, <laughs> and thank you guys for listening for this week in Bravo on the Hot and Bravo podcast. 
Armin, let people know how they can find you. At Armin Mahram on Twitter and Instagram. And I'm at Eddie underscore Estrada on Instagram and Twitter. Make sure you guys are also following Hot and Bravo on Twitter and Instagram by searching at H-O-T-N-B-R-A-V-O-D. And if you aren't subscribed already, please make sure you guys subscribe on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, and Spotify. We want to make sure that you guys listen to every This Week in Bravo on the Hot and Bravo podcast. So please also, if you get the chance, check out our Patreon, $2 a month, and you'll get all four episodes of This Week in Bravo each month. If not, you'll still get two episodes, which is great, but you don't want to miss any of the hot goss and the juicy deets that we've got. So please make sure you guys check out our Patreon and see if that floats your boat. Thank you guys so much for listening and we'll see you next week.